I'm Melody. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Maddie. And we are the Spooky Spooky Sisters. Sisters. We have a very special Halloween episode tonight. You guys were very excited. Our first Halloween episode ever. What's happening, sisters? Not much. Not much. You're along for the ride. How's your October? Is it everything you wished it to be? Is it leading up to the pinnacle point of Halloween? It's leafing up to yes. it. You ask me. <laughs> it's leafing up to it. <laughs> it's good body. Yeah, I know, right? Mother jokes. I've so. been watching the... Um, 31 nights of Halloween mm-hmm. and there, I saw Casper today. Aww. Okay. So my thing with the Halloween to 31 nights of Halloween, I have a lot of those on DVD, but I will not plug them in to watch them. I right. wait for them to come uh, on TV yeah. to watch. There's something about it being on TV. I that makes to it watch feel like it. Ev- that you're ever uh, like everyone else is watching it. Like it's a, it's a club. Mm-hmm. You're watching it with people. I just feel like I have to be there in the moment when it's on. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. I know. I like that. I know. I like to watch I like Twilight. Melody. <laughs> Melody likes to watch Twilight. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I haven't been watching like any spooky films hmm. at all. Why? I don't know. I come home and watch HGTV and then it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Well, I've watched this one. Lori. You've seen it already this year? <laughs> I haven't seen the whole thing. I had my nightmare about him. I've seen the Buster Rhymes one. Oh, that one's kind of, that one's high anxiety. That's intense. It is. I get anxiety watching that one. I get anxiety watching yeah. a lot no, of them. I like the H2O. I like the Resurrection. I do like H2O. That I don't really good. like the one with Paul Rudd that just missed That one's Mark. terrible. That one's terrible. Oh, yeah, I watched that goodness. one my first time yesterday, I think. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. I, I subbed um, seventh graders today and I wore the, this, this shirt that, Aaron and Lucas got us this friend shirt with the villains on it. And I made them all tell me their favorite holiday and made it be Halloween and why. And then I asked them who their favorite villain is and all that stuff. And this girl was like, oh, I love Freddie. And well, Freddie's a cheater. He's a cheater. Give me a real sociopath man like Michael Myers, who's just a man without a conscience. That's really scary. That is really, you scary. know, why that's scary because it can happen in real life. No, it does, it does happen, happen in real life, but he is really fast. <laughs> he is <laughs> Lindsay. Well, I mean, of course, he's fast because the camera goes off of him for a minute and boom, there's Michael. <laughs> yeah. One kid was like, well, what about Jason? I'm like, what about him? Jason's a mama's boy. OK, no. So you put on your Instagram, Jason or Jaws as the best villain. They both come out of the water. They both kill people they in the water. Come out of the <laughs> they are water. both Jaws, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> one just looks like a croc. One has a mask on. <laughs> one's a croc and one's a fish. <laughs> what a croc. <laughs> sorry, that was probably super loud. I'm sorry. Bonnie just banged the table. Sorry. Was, uh, she might do that later in the episode as well. Uh, we're really excited this week, you guys. We have a very, very special treat. Um, if you hear yipping in the back, it's my spooky dog. He's all black. His name is Bear. And uh, he's he's premiering some yips tonight. He doesn't like that we're not giving him a lot of attention. So I will start watching my spooky films because I got to get on it. Last question. Is Halloween canceled for you guys? No. No. Halloween's not canceled because of COVID? No. All right. Going out. Okay. Gonna do it. Gonna get dressed and hit the town safely. Safely, mm-hmm. of course, we're still going to have masks on. Safely. Everybody's going to wear what they're going to wear. We encourage you guys to to be safe as well. We want all of our spooky family to be safely <coughs> distanced, safely wearing their stuff. And be freaking extra. Wear the costume. Go big on the costume is what I say this year. Go big on the costume because you got to go easy on the contact. 
They have uh, canceled a lot of good things this year, so why not go big on Halloween? Mm -hmm. What are you guys going to be? I am going to be a scary scarecrow. I love scarecrows. I don't know why. I try to get my girls to be scarecrows every year and they won't do it. So I'm a scarecrow this year. You did that for Graydon one year, too. (laughs) I did. I love scarecrows. Why? We did it for Holly one year, too. Why? And I have little scarecrow hats for my girls that they never wore. Do you Mm. like protecting fields? I don't. Were you a farmer? That's close. No. I'm going to be a homicidal maniac. Okay, Okay, Wednesday. (laughs) Wednesday. (laughs) But I've been being one since the first time I ever saw that movie. So (laughs) I wanted 1993. I wanted my eldest to be Wednesday this year or um, they had another costume. It was like it was it's the Pennywise costume for a girl. And I wanted her to be that. And she looked at it and she's like, I want to be that. And then she found another costume. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. I just want you guys to be what I want you to be. <laughs> Do Stop I tell the prank, opinions. the Pennywise prank? No. Have we time for the Pennywise prank? Not this time. Okay. Maybe we'll do a clown episode with like Sam, Sam, the clown, the sundown clown. Ooh, yeah. Sam, the sundown clown and uh, your prank. Some other clowns. Not Chucky, though. He doesn't belong. on. He's not a clown. Chucky's a jerk. Just because he has red hair, you don't have to think about clowns. He's a doll. Yeah. A dumb doll. Annabelle has red hair. Does, Does she? she? I've never seen it. I thought she had yellow strawberry hair. Strawberry blonde hair. She has red. Oh. Yeah, see? It's a thing. And red eyes. Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. <laughs> never get away from that one. Rainbow bright. Okay. So it's time. Now, Bonnie, you can give us a little drum roll. Oh, hold on. Hold on. You, you can't hit it too hard. Uh, a little pitta patta. Or I can do this. <laughs> do whatever you want, Bonnie. Christmas vacation. We are featuring the one, the only. Hashtag, Hashtag Isabel. Isabel. Hashtag Isabel. Hashtag Isabel. She's our mother, our Halloween queen, the original spooky sister herself. She hails from Corpus Christi, Texas. She's actually not the spooky sister. She's a spooky mother. The spooky mother. <laughs> spooky mother. Go ahead and say hello, mother, before I introduce you further. Hello. How are you guys doing? Oh, there's, there's there she a is. question. There you go. There she is. You guys got a little bit extra there. You guys, the mother is in the house. Corpus Christi, Texas, which, if you don't know, is in the southern tip of Texas. It's far down, far down. It's a very far drive. Down it's by the, the Gulf of Mexico. It's in the deep the south. Gulf of Mexico, deep south. It's beautiful down there. <clears throat> the waters are so warm. The people are great. Uh, we're going to be doing some Corpus Christi, haunted Corpus Christi later, but we won't go into that. So she, uh, my mother, this mother of ours, was born in 1957. She has seven siblings, and she graduated from Del Mar College. Had a very, very interesting childhood. She'll talk about. She met and married the love of her life, my silver fox stone cold dad, who looked like Tom Hanks back in the day with the curly black hair. And Robin Williams. And Robin Williams <laughs> mixed. Yeah. He had the humor of Robin Williams. He and he had a like good Tom he has Hanks. a good voice when he sings. He's got a good voice. He's, he sings really well. Oh, we gotta have spooky father on sometime. <laughs> and he'd talk about but it won't be spooky. Country music. It won't be very spooky. He's a, he's a big old softy. Uh, so my mother did daycare, mostly growing up. I remember her being around children a lot 
And then she did about of hospice and taking care of the elderly. She's always been nurturing and taking care of other people her whole life. She's the oldest of, so there are four brothers and four sisters in her family. She's the oldest girl. So she tended to the three girls. Much like Melody tried to tend to me and Bonnie mm. when she <laughs> would say, Bonnie, Bonnie, go get me a Coke, Maddie, mm-hmm. just to ensure, you know, guarantee your results that you've got Somebody's going to get it. The whole it works. Putting me in a laundry basket down the stairs. Um, Taking oh, yeah, care of him. The Michael Myers <laughs> prank. My goodness, she tried. Bless her heart. Um, so, yes, Isabel's a natural caretaker. And with that has been blessed with a lot of spiritual talents and not not to uh, forget four wonderful children <laughs> oh, the yes. best of course <laughs> she saved the best for last mm. of course so we'll just leave that right there um so her special um we don't want to call them like abilities isabel's got stuff she's got some really yeah spiritual gifts she's very spiritually gifted so she's always kind of had her hand in the unknown um sometimes the veil's very thin for her and she can she can be very close to those on the other side i mean it's not long island medium your father's standing right next to you want to know what he's saying he's saying happy birthday he's saying i didn't get you your birthday card because i'm dead because like she's not the long island person um but she can say to it but no but she can say hey you know, I your know dad wants you to know that going on. everything's okay. Or when a good friend of ours, their son passed away, she was able to tell them that oh, Paul yeah. was okay. That was, was a, a special point. moment for them. Um, so we heard all these abilities growing up and it was very conflicting as a child. I don't know for you guys, cause I couldn't reconcile the fact that mom could see dead people, <laughs> dead people. And as I was growing up because I was like, well, how come I can't see dead people? And I say spirits. I know. I, I'm, I'm just being <laughs> facetious. I'm trying to go full six, six cents here. Um, so with that, mom has attracted a lot of not good spirits as well because of her spiritualness. Uh, and I think that is what is what has ultimately attracted all of these stories in her life. My mother has accumulated a library of ghost stories that have actually happened to her. So when we talk about our upbringing in that when we were tucked in, I mean, my mom didn't put us in the bed and say, okay, it's time for a ghost story. No, I um, would sing you to sleep. She would that. sing us asleep and it was a beautiful lullaby. But during the day, like on spooky days, we would love when it would get cloudy outside because that meant ramen noodle soup, tuna fish sandwich, <laughs> and mom's spooky stories, <laughs> or Totino's pizza and ranch style uh-huh. beans. And ghost stories. <laughs> she would tell us about how she grew up and what they would do. And oh my gosh, this time this happened. And I loved them. We loved them. Like to this day, it's what we tell. <laughs> and that's where we're going to start today. So my mom has a few stories and we're going to see how many we can get through. But mom, do you have anything to say to us before we get started? Any words of... Well, I'm just a simple person, just simple. I don't really ex- expand on these things. I It's a gift and I take it seriously. It's to protect me and my family. And uh, it's not without saying that you never challenge anything. And 
And all in all, it's because I love my family and I'm there for my family to protect them. And I am thankful that I do have this spiritual gift. And I'm thankful to my father in heaven. And I, I thought you were going to say that you were proud of us for doing the podcast or something like that. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> I'm very like, proud of really you pretty, three little girls. We're, we're smart. We're so talented. Well, yes, you are. <laughs> oh, thanks, mom. Yes, you are. To, <laughs> you to, totally to, didn't even have to. to do this podcast. <laughs> Reaching. This Thanks, endeavor. Mom. <laughs> I oh, personally, goodness. I think I, w- I was shocked. I was surprised that you were doing this because I thought, wow. They do nothing. <laughs> 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 no, it's just that I thought we just kept our little stories to ourselves. <laughs> in, our, in our little weird house. Do we? Do we really? Uh, but uh, since no, you guys have the, it out the there, cousins, now let's do it. Even the cousins, they always wanted to hear on my dad's side, on the hall side. I mean, on the bisteto side. Yeah, there are stories galore. That was normal for you guys. Your well, life. Grow, you go to the hall side and they were like. Oh, it was entertainment. It was part of our like, culture. Aunt Liz. Aunt Liz is going to tell us stories. Aunt Liz. <laughs> And she's like, that's Isabel to you. Isabel. Yeah, fun fact, my mom doesn't like her name Isabel. She likes Liz, but we love Isabel. We're proud of Isabel. Okay, so with that, Mother, why don't you go ahead and tell us the pirate story of your youth? Okay, I'll give you, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll give you a little background. Back in the 1800s, uh, the pirates kind of docked at Corpus Christi Bay. And... Uh, there wasn't many houses at the time. In fact, it was all sand. Um, it was um, not inhabited as much. And um, the pirates, when they docked, they had their treasures. And of course, they took it very serious. And they were, they wanted privacy. They wanted to bury it so nobody else would find it. Well, unfortunately, some of, them, some of the pirates didn't make it because of greed. Others found out where the pirates buried their treasures and they went after him and unfortunately some of them were killed for that well one story starts in my grandfather's home next door where we lived in Goliath Street when I was young and my brothers were sleeping in the very bedroom that um, my Aunt Josephine said she saw the spirit of a pirate but we didn't know that story before my brothers were sleeping there. They had their bunk beds. My grandfather slept down the hall in his bedroom. And of course, we were across the driveway. My brothers, one at a time, kept hearing a, a dull knocking underneath the floorboard. And of course, you know, being macho, they never wanted to say anything. But um, after a while, my other brother heard a, a dull knocking underneath the floorboards. And then my other brother did too different nights. So they started talking together and they started to to compare. I said, wait a minute, what's going on here? Well, I heard that too. I I heard a dull knocking underneath the floorboards, or so did I. What the heck's going on? Well, they went to my dad and my dad says, no, you guys are just dreaming. You guys are imagining things. And says, dad, these were different nights that my brothers and me heard this knocking coming from underneath the floorboards and we are not making it up so my dad was getting tired of the complaints from my brothers saying that they kept hearing things in that room so he went to his dad my grandpa and he says hey would you give me permission to up um, some of your floorboards in that bedroom 
It seems like my sons are hearing things and we just wonder if it's a big rat or something that wants to get out, you know? And my grandfather says, yeah, just replace it. So sure enough, my dad took a few of those floorboards out and lo and behold, there were, there were bones, a femur, a skull, and we didn't know back then what who or who it was or what it was but um the boys were kind of they had a little chill up their spine but nonetheless my dad went ahead and reported that to the authorities well years gone past and uh, my cousins would share that bedroom my my brothers weren't sleeping there anymore and um my, they were sick one night, and my Aunt Josephine was taking care of them. So she had this recliner between the two beds, right? And uh, my, my cousins were asleep, and she had a lamp table by the door. And she was dozing off, and as she was dozing off, she opened her eyes, and she, she swore she thought she saw a spirit of a pirate, you know, in pirate garb, you know, the hat and the patch and his eye and everything, you know. And she goes, no, I'm dreaming, you know. Then it started to talk to her, and she and she says, "Whoa, you know," and he had a message. Wait, 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 wait. Now, did did Aunt Josephine have abilities? She claimed to. Okay. So um, she just, you know, just happened to see this, and so he told her that there is some treasure buried in our property. See, our property was pretty big, and it housed two or three, four houses. And my uncle lived in one in each house, and we lived in next door to my grandpa. Hmm. And so it was pretty big and enough room for everybody. And so um, he told my aunt that if she were to go and dig for the gold, it would be behind the little house that my brothers are sleeping in towards the alley. But there was only one condition. She is not to take it lightly. It's no joke. She said, he said, I died for this treasure. It's serious. I don't want any jokes on this. And so she, she says, I'm a woman. I'm not going to go out there, you know, and, and dig, looking for some gold. Can I ask my brothers to help me? And he says, yeah, but you better tell him. No jokes. He was just talking to her like normal. Mm-hmm. So she told my... My dad, my uncle Paul, and they thought she was crazy. Mm-hmm. And says, "Nah, you must have been drinking or something." Says, "No, you no. must have been drinking." No, it's no, not no, dreaming. no. It's a woman. But you were drinking. So I was awake because Johnny, jilted. Johnny, and Josie they were sick, and I, I was trying to take care of them that night. I was wide awake. I was dozing, but I was still awake. And so one day, it was in the summertime. I remember it was a Saturday afternoon. My uncle Paul and my dad starts digging in the back by the what they call it el cuartito mm. the little house sounds delicious el cuartito el cuartito is a little room cuartito the side of chili verde <laughs> yeah i'm hungry so it's it's right next to the alley and so they digged and they digged and they digged all day long and and i remember my mother making our special her specialties the hamburgers she made hamburgers every saturday night so we had hamburgers mm-hmm. and stuff and says isn't dad and uncle paul done you know digging back there and and says no you just leave them alone they're busy and so we went to bed and everything they were still digging and i guess they were getting tired because they dug all day they still couldn't find any gold 
Well, something happened. It was close to midnight. And they had the lanterns out there and everything. And my Uncle Paul says, hey, Mila, I'm done. This is it. We got a crazy sister, you know. There's no gold. We're crazy to be out here. I quit. So he throws he throws his pick to the hole in the ground where they were digging all day. And he hit something like tin. And he hit it again. And it was a tin box. And he couldn't believe it. I mean, he was exhausted. He was digging all day with my dad. And all of a sudden, he hit something, something solid. And he goes, oh, it's Milo. Oh, no. This can't be true. And he started to laugh. He hit it again. And it was gone. It had disappeared. Because he laughed? Whoa. Because he took because it not he, seriously? he didn't take it serious. Check that out. Well, I mean... So he, he wasn't like mocking about it. He was just saying, this can't be true. Like, this is really here. Is that how he it's, was acting? Or That's the ghost story. So we could have been Scrooge <clears throat> with his coins and swam in it. That's the ghost story. Hmm. That wow. is the ghost story. And I'll never forget that story because it's it just sends chills up my spine to think it it was actually true. And he did say that he would move it in another spot on the property, but... We just left it. I knew treasure was true. Treasure. That I knew was it was a never thing. found. I knew it was a thing. I'm but gonna find it. It's it's just out there somewhere. But okay. So question, girls. Pirate ghost comes up to you. Do you listen to it? Do you run away? Yes. I listen. Arr. 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 It's Arr. Johnny Depp. Do what you want? I think I run. I can't think of another pirate. I've been called McInerney, the one from a Mac and me. No. Domingo Montoya from no. Princess Bride. From a... I wouldn't run from him. What? Pirates? The Mac... Whatever, like the... I don't even... I've never seen it. The Mac Daddy? No, it's like... I've been called <laughs> McInerney. I guess that's like an octopus <laughs> one. I don't know. Oh, don't know. oh, the McCracken. McCracken. McInerney. McInerney. <laughs> Whatever. We've been called a lot. <laughs> All right. So uh, that was the pirate story. Thank you very much. Next is my favorite that I actually tell some of the kids at school when I sub and they won't calm down. This is the story of the white glove. Oh, yes, yes. Please tell us how old you were. Oh, I was about 11 years old. Okay. So we're in about mid-60s. So innocent. How old Hallie is right now. How old my sweet firstborn is. Well, it was a full moon that night. Mm -hmm. These ghost stories I remember just like it happened yesterday. They're so vivid in my mind. My mom had uh, sheer yellow curtains in our bedroom. And the moon was full, so that brought moonbeams into the house, into the bedroom, where you could, you don't need the light because you had enough light from the moonbeams. Well, my sister had a cot that was not that that high from the from the floor, so you, nobody could get underneath the bed. Then all of a sudden, I got up to go to the restroom. So in my mom's in my mom's house, it was so impeccable. She had eight kids, yeah, but. She kept a really clean house. I mean, her rule was your feet and the furniture present. That's the only thing that belongs on the floor. The furniture and your feet present. Everything else in its place. And it was in its place. I mean, she had wooden floors. She buffed it so good you could see your reflection on the God bless floor. Grandma Nikki. God bless Grandma Nikki. <laughs> good housekeeper. Well, actually, she is a good housekeeper. She kept all the houses. <laughs> and she rented them out. But anyhow... So I got up to go to the restroom 
and I didn't need the light because there was a lot of light from the moon. So as I turned around to to go around the cot bed where my sister Gloria was sleeping that faces the hallway to the restroom, I, I turned around and I started to go towards the hall. And as soon as I stepped foot in the hallway, out comes this long white glove arm and hand from underneath the cot and grabbed my ankle and I fell to the floor. As I fell to the floor, my face was towards the bottom of the, I was watching underneath the cot below and I saw the white glove whisk itself clear down underneath and disappear. So I did not back. know what was going on. I said, what the heck just happened? It went back under the bed. Yeah, it went back underneath the bed. And so I called my mom and my mom says, you're having a bad dream, just go to bed. And I says, I'm not having a bad dream. I'm on, my, I'm, on my, I'm on my way to the restroom. And this happened. It grabbed my ankle, mom. She says, you're just having a bad dream. You must have tripped up some shoes. I go, are you kidding me? There's no shoes around. Because grandma said, my house is clean. There's no hands. There's no gloves. Yeah. So anyhow... I'll never forget that night, and I still can't, up to this day, I can't figure it out what happened. But, you know, it just seems like uh, weird things would happen, and we can't explain why they happen, and we just said a prayer, and it went away. Well, why was there only one glove? I don't know, because there wasn't two. Like, what kind of ghost is walking around with one hand? And the thing is, the cot is low on the floor. You can't fit, like one of our brothers down there to they can prank because they they slept in the little bedroom by the alley in the back in the backyard they weren't even in the house and they couldn't even fit they were so big they couldn't fit underneath the cot to do that so and you watched it slither back i watched it slither back into underneath the bed the cot and that doesn't make sense either so but i don't know i know we didn't do drugs back then and did we you didn't tell drink. your mom <laughs> Did you ever tell your parents? I did. My mom says, let's go to bed. You're mm-hmm. having a bad dream. She never believed. Mm-mm. Did she believe anything It's that outlandish. Happened? It's outlandish. How right. Where did, what happened to the glove? Did it disappear in the morning? There was nothing. <clears throat> there was absolutely nothing. It only appeared at night. So did she believe any ghost stories? No. Huh. She never believed it, huh? She thought that it was, it was just imagination, which we just shrugged our shoulders as well. Okay, we can't explain it, so... Hmm. That's something that a lot of kids battle with is like, I, I want to tell my mom or I want to tell my dad, but I don't want them to think they're I'm not going to believe me. They're not going to believe me. But there are a lot of things out there that to pretend, you know, it all is just not good. But my that makes me think of I'm just wondering what happened to the glove. Where did it go? Like there's this whole there's this weird conversation. Things, yeah, there's of, this weird things that happen. We can't explain up to this day, I can't figure it out. I can't explain what really happened, but I know it happened. I know because I remember every detail. I just can't explain. That's white crazy. Happened. That's one of my favorites is the white glove. I wasn't dreaming. I was just, I couldn't sleep because there was too much light in the bedroom. So I, I, I wasn't asleep, you know. All right. I think we're going to do, uh, let's see, one more from, hmm, I really like the exorcism growl. <laughs> The exorcism growl. No, we're going to do, this is called Two Phone Lines, One Call. Oh, boy. At the Devon home. Mm. That is, that was unbelievable. <laughs> we had a home there in Devon Drive in Corpus Christi. How old were you? 
I was about 15. What were you wearing? Weird. I was wearing a, night, a nightgown. Well, I was weird. asleep. Just, what were you? <laughs> she says, remember, she says, yes, Okay, listen weird. up, listen up. Okay, so my sister and I had a private phone number. It, I'm not like my mother's home phone. My mom and dad had a different phone number, you know. Did you guys this, have the rotary phones? No, we had the push button princess phone, but it was a different phone number. So there's two fo- different phone numbers. So remember that towards the story. There's two different phone numbers rang at the same time. We're asleep. It's midnight. It's past midnight. And my brothers are in Austin, Texas. They're in college. And so they're not sleeping in the back house. Now, then let me describe to you what happened. We have the front main is the main. We call it the main house. It's right by the street. It is it, it goes into a, a breezeway. Which which is like a patio and it's a long patio and it extends clear to the back house. There's an addition to the front house and it's we call it the back house. It too is also next to a back alley. So my, my younger two sisters, Gracie and Mary Lou, one, it was a Friday night, but the boys were out of town and uh, they went to spend a night over there. Well, my mother went ahead and let them. So they locked the door and she says, make sure you lock the door. They have a phone back there. That's it's an extension to the main line in the front. Gloria and I were sleeping in our bedroom next to my mom and dad's bedroom down the hall. And all of a sudden, there's this phone call in our bedroom on our private line. We didn't know my mother's phone was ringing because it rang the same time and we only could hear our phone. So my sister Gloria gets up and answers it. And she says, it's our sister Gracie. And she goes, what do you want, Gracie? She says, Open the back door, she says. I want to come in to use the restroom. And Gloria's half asleep. She goes, okay, just a minute. Give me a minute. So she hangs up the phone. I'm in bed, but I heard the conversation. I went back to sleep. As she's closing the door of our bedroom and going into the hallway, my mother's closing her door to her bedroom and going down the hallway. And she sees my sister she goes, what are you doing up, Gloria? She goes, Mom, guess what? Gracie just called me. And and she, she told me that she wanted me, she asked me to open the back door because she wants to use the restroom. Was, was she speaking in Spanish? My mom asked her. And she said, no, Gracie was speaking in English. Well, I just got the same call on my, my phone line. And it's your sister Gracie's voice. But she was speaking Spanish and she had the same message. Open the back door, mom. I need to use the restroom. That is I thought Gracie didn't speak. Gracie does not speak Spanish. Mm -mm. That's the thing. Gracie does not speak Spanish. And so my mom looks at Gloria and Gloria looks at my mom. She goes, we better go back there and check out what the heck's going on. So she got the key. She got the key right you know, before she opened the back door, she got the house key to the back and they went and they unlocked the door. You guys didn't get any of the boys. You just went. No, the boys were, were out there. of town. They were in Austin, Texas. Yeah. They were going to college. That's why the, 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 the back apartment was available and the girls were spending the night oh there. Gosh. Well, my mom, Gloria, they go check, check it out. Mary Lou and Gracie are sound asleep. Sound asleep. And my mom and Gloria just looked at each other and said, you know what, something weird is going on. She woke up, Gracie and Mary Lou says, you guys get your bedding, get your pillows, get to the front. 
you're going to sleep in the front half. Mom, don't, Mom, we're we're sound asleep. Get up. There's something going on. I can't explain it. Just get to the front house and get to sleep. Go grandma on. Nikki, smart. Be a Grandma Nikki. So She's like, and Gracie's smart. making random phone calls. We need to do something. <laughs> but how do you explain? How do you explain two different so, phone numbers ringing at the same time? And it's the same voice, one in English and one in Spanish. A few thoughts. We'll want parallel dimensions. <laughs> well, a few, three thoughts, two doppelganger voices. Again, three can't figure it black-eyed out. Black-eyed children. <laughs> they always get something just a <laughs> little wrong. Those are all in theory, but that's not true. Like when black children come to you, they always want to come into your um, home. So they'll, they'll ask like stuff like, can we come in? Is it food time yet? Like when they're asking, is it dinner time? Um, stuff like, I, I need a, I need, I need wet water to get a drink. Something they they're always have stuff weird. So like she, the ghost or whatever is on the end of the line said, open the back door. I need to use the restroom. So maybe it, has it didn't to deal with maybe water and bathrooms. Maybe it didn't know something like that. But I it's don't like, know. Open the back door. I just know that it was something weird. My mom freaked and she just says that's because no. if a mom hears their daughter on the phone, open the back door. I got to go pee. Like the mom's going to open the door. Right. Was yeah. it Gracie's? Was it Gracie's voice? Yes, oh. it was her voice. Weird. But another thing that reminded me <laughs> was one night I was just reading the Bible till midnight. My sister. Hashtag Isabel. My sister Gloria had to go to work that the next morning, so I didn't want to interrupt her. So I got the big, thick Bible and I closed myself in the closet with a flashlight and I was just reading. That's what I and did. I go, oh, shoot, look, it's midnight. I need what am I doing oh. reading the Bible at midnight? So I I, I got the, I put the flashlight. I went to open the door. I went to open the door to put the flashlight back on top of the wall heater. We had this long wall heater against the wall on the other side of the hallway. And so when I opened my door, I was just acting silly because I wasn't tired. And so it's midnight here. Everybody's asleep in the household. And then all of a sudden I go, hello out there. And then I just crossed the hall and I, I placed the, the flashlight on the wall heater because it's magnetic, you know, it's magnetic. And then I turned around to go back to my bedroom pitch dark and then I hear this voice hello and I go okay got that coming it could be the power suggestion or it could be spirit is coming by and it was no big deal and went to bed that reminds me starting next week we're going to be doing EVPs of the week <laughs> send us your EVPs we're going to do EVP offs <laughs> that's crazy mom that kind of makes me want to like do that well, spirits are among us. They're not going to hurt you. They're not to be afraid. All right, we've got time for one more childhood story, and this one is called The Doppelganger. You know, back in the day, we had only three channels. Two, five, and ten. No, two, six, and ten. And on Saturday nights, we had something called Saturday Night Movies. And back in the day, we didn't have color TV, you know? We had black and white TV. And we were watching Frankenstein meets Dracula oh, that cool. night. And it was a double feature. And so my brothers, they were on the floor 
with you know how kids get on the floor they have their hands on their chin and they're mm-hmm. and they're just kind of watching the tube i was sitting on the on the sofa with my dad and my daddy and i were just sitting by the, the two windows that faced the driveway now get this this is close to midnight it's saturday night it's late and my brothers didn't know what was going on my dad didn't know what was going on but something told me after the during the commercial i was kind of impressed to turn around and look out the window right behind us my daddy and me and i don't know why but something told me to turn around and look outside the window i did and lo and behold i saw my sister gloria peeping through the window with her hands stuck against her face with the big black eyes and i go daddy daddy gloria's outside she's outside in the driveway and he said what gloria's outside she's at the window you're crazy she she's sound asleep it's no daddy i just saw her she's looking at us at the window and says and then he commanded my brother jay to go and check the girls to see if, if gloria was in the bedroom and sure enough she he comes back to report this is that the girls are sound asleep how old were you guys on this one? Oh, i uh, 16 okay it, this all happened between 11 and 16 we were st- like young teenagers and stuff but uh, my dad turned around and she disappeared she wasn't even there anymore well so what was it i don't know but i I, I know she looks just like gloria mm-hmm. just like my sister gloria was she smiling at you no she wasn't smiling because this wasn't a happy time mm-hmm. she was this was a this wasn't a calling mm-hmm. this was this she was just looking in and i looked I turned around. I see two big black eyes looking at me. That's weird. Man, I was freaked. I told my dad about it. He says, there's nothing there. You you must be tired. Why don't you just go to bed? That's how parents were back then. Mm-hmm. You're just tired. You're seeing things. You're hearing things. Just go to bed. That's because parents don't want to deal. <laughs> well, they don't understand. So, no. But we just grew up with so many spooky stories. And I, I could still tell you some more. But Okay. Now we are moving on from Isabel's childhood. And we are moving to about 25 to 30 years ago. Um, So she has a few stories that she would like to tell us that have happened since then. So this one is called the milligram call (laughs) slash knock on the door. Yes. Well, the kids are just out of school. And um, she had some grandkids there. We called, they were triplets. And so they'd come over and play with my daughter, Maddie. They were all five years old. I thought it was so cute. My daughter, Maddie, was playing with her friends, Kaylee, Carissa, and Kyle. And her, their mother um, was just coming home in, in a few minutes. And so Millie Graham, her mother, which is the triplets' grandma, would gave, gave me a call. And I was on the phone with Milligram when all this happened in my home. And uh, she was, she goes, hi, Liz, how are you doing? It's, I'm fine. And then, oh my gosh. And then one of my daycare kids go, Liz, Liz, your fan just turned off. My, I had this fan in just, you know, circulating the air in the front rooms because it was a little warm and my fan turned off. And she goes, oh, no, Liz, the kids go, no, Liz, look, the TV's changing channels. And I knew it wasn't them because I had the remote control on top of the kitchen counter. Mm. And so I says, what is going on? And so all of a sudden there was this tall, it sounded like a tall person that was giving this huge knock 
sound on the door. Thump, thump, thump. And it was so loud and it was high up onto the door. It wasn't like a short person. It was someone that was tall and he was pounding on my door. And Millie Graham was on the phone. She goes, Liz, what's going on in your house? Who's at your door? I don't know, Millie Graham, but I'm going to go to the door. And I knew nobody would be there, but that's besides the point. But anyhow, she goes, Liz, I'm telling you, I'm looking out the window across the street. There is nobody at your door. And I go, well, um, well, I guess maybe it's our imagination. Maybe we're having a hallucinations or something. Liz, I heard it. You heard it. I'm watching your door and there's no one and I hear the knock. So she was watching, she could see it from yeah, across the Yeah, and she street. was terrified. She goes, what is going on? And I says, well, me scared. And you were just that calm? Yeah. Yes, I was that calm. Yeah, okay. How I just calm down the daycare kids? I told them, it's just a malfunction on the TV. Don't worry about it. It'll be just fine because it just lasted a few seconds. That's all this la- this whole thing. The fan turning off, the TV changing 100 miles an hour, and then the thumping on the door all happened within 10 seconds. It was really quick. But it was just to disrupt. And it did. And I just told Millie Graham, it's okay, Millie Graham. You know, there's always a vice in, everybody, in our lives, you know, and and I'm not going to get entailed in that. And it's, it's not going to offend me. And so she says, I don't know why they're trying to work on you, Liz. You're the most... She's so sweet. You know, you are the sweetest person. She said, well, you know, but anyhow, I told her, it's it's okay. It's It's gone. It's gone. And that was it. Well, with that... Let's talk about the story of, because you're talking about um, spirits at your home, because it's the one in Royce, I believe. Let's yes. talk. Tell me about the spirit that followed you home. Well, this was a Saturday. I wasn't feeling well. I had sinus allergies and it was snowing. It was January the 2nd or 3rd. We were, uh, I was coming home from doing some church work in Bountiful. And um, as soon as I closed the door to my astral van, (laughs) I I hated that van. But anyhow, as soon as I closed the door, I felt something next to me on the passenger side. And I go, and I wasn't feeling well. I had a horrible headache. I was hungry and I was tired and I just wanted to go home. And I says, oh, great. I guess I'm going to have a visitor tonight. I already knew that information. It's just funny because I know what's going to happen. I know. And so when I got home, you girls were, and Lucas were eating ramen noodle soup. Mm. And I, I, it was, then it got towards the evening. And I said, okay, we got, we have to have family prayer and we're all going to go to sleep. And then your grandma hall, grandpa hall are coming to watch a jazz game in, in Salt Lake. They, jazz. Yeah. And so they, they talk like they might. They might come over and sleep the night here, but they're not certain. She might just go to her brother's house instead there in Provo. So I wasn't sure, but I just wanted to alert Lucas and you guys that if you hear someone at the door at late hours, you know, it might be grandma and grandpa just coming in, so just avoid it. But if you hear it, because Lucas, you're closer to the door down the hall, I'm, I'm clear down the end of the hall. If you could just let me know if they're here because when I put my good ear against the pillow, I can't hear the door. So I guess somebody wanted me to hear it. <laughs> so I remember it as it happened yesterday. 
and all of it. And I, I, I left it unlocked. And I told Lucas, I'm going to leave the door unlocked and I'm going to turn on the porch light. But you keep an ear open. And if you hear him, call me and pick, wake me up and I'll, I'll come and get him. Well, wait, how old was Lucas? Oh, he was he, uh, 12. He was 12. Then all of a sudden, we're all in bed. We're all asleep. And we hear the front door slam. Shut the front door. Oh, man. It slammed so hard that, you know, like you ever, you ever heard and felt those big thunders that shake the whole house? That's what it did. It shook the whole house. I guess they wanted me to hear the door. <laughs> so I heard the door because Lucas didn't have to wake me up. Then all of a sudden, I get up. I rush down the hall. Lucas has his hockey stick. And I said, son, just get behind me. I'll take care of it. I got a steel bat, but I don't think I'm going to need it. And he goes, mom, mom, I heard I heard the door. Yes, I heard it too. Son, you don't need that where we're going. And so anyhow, we went downstairs and we went to, he went to the door before me as a man. Which he was the man of the house at the time. So because your dad was out of town. And so um, he says, mom, there's nobody at the door. They're probably in the basement. There's nobody in the basement, son. The windows are all secured. There's no one in the basement. Mom, I heard it. I heard it too. Son, you're in denial. Maybe it's the power of suggestion. I don't know, but everything's fine. Nobody's in the house, just you and me. So just lock the door, turn off the light, and let's go to bed. Where were we? You were asleep. Okay. Well, you guys are heavy sleepers. You know that? All on the same bed. In <laughs> as we know. But... Once it's just everything bed. has its opposites, you know. You try to do good and somebody tries to disrupt that. So hmm. all right. Is that the end of that? I thought they had more. Oh, that's the last of that one. I remember Lucas many a time with his hockey stick. <laughs> he thought he was Jason. Okay. So I want I would like to wrap up with and we're gonna have Isabel on throughout the year. She's got, like I said, just an archive of, plethora of wonderful stories. But we moved into my mother's dream home in 1998. I remember I was 12 years old. My dad pretty much built the home. Um, mm. Beautiful white tile. Just everything with his brothers wanted and with his brothers. It was a rambler. It was two stories. Bonnie and I lived upstairs in our Lion King bed. Mm-hmm. Melody had her own room downstairs. A heathen, mm-hmm. And Lucas, his own room adjacent to Melody's. Um, and... We called it the White House because it was white with red brick, just like Mama wanted. So that house was probably the hauntedest house. It was white on white. We have ever lived in, and I had like zero clue. Nobody let me. Well, in you were very that. young. Uh, well, mm, no. you know, no, high, no, school. you were in junior high. I was yes, just oblivious. Right. <laughs> just oblivious, and you're. Yeah, she you, was. you guys were all don't tell Maddie. I mean, it was like a thing because I would have freaked out. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. here we are. Mom, take free reign on the White House, wherever you want to start, because there are some crazy things. We talked about Melody's noodle story, and I believe our first episode, Red Eye Demon, where she talked about the noodle vertically um, suspended in air and how she was just like, whatever, I'm just going to keep watching Saved by the Bell. So we that happened in the White House that we're going to be talking about right now. Take it away, Isabel. One time... I was cleaning house because my again my husband's a truck driver and he wasn't home, so I would just clean. No know? shade, no shade on Keith. <laughs> and so um, my kids were asleep, 
and my son was downstairs. I don't know. He was doing homework or something. I started vacuuming downstairs and, and I had I was doing daycare during the week. So I was straightening out and kind of vacuuming, cleaning downstairs. And I turned around because I heard somebody. Um, I thought I heard somebody downstairs in that room where I was vacuuming. So I stopped the vacuum and I didn't see anything. I, I didn't see anybody. I thought it was one of my kids or something. So I just resumed my vacuuming. So I, I resumed it. And then all of a sudden I heard someone in the daycare toys again. I go, oh, there was nobody there. But I turned off my vacuum and I turned around. It was my son this time because he was looking for that little punch, you know, punch free paper puncher you know where you punch the holes and so i said well it's funny how i saw you luke and you scared me because i just heard that before you got there i heard Weird. i heard someone oh, in like the day i heard someone in the daycare bin searching for something just a minute or two before like you got echo there kind of thing that's weird. I've never heard that story. I, I heard it before. I you turned around and there was nobody there. But when you were there, it was your spirit. It was you. Wow. I felt you before you even came. I didn't know it was you until I saw you. And you scared me when I saw you because you were just, you manifested that it was you. <laughs> I know that's weird, but that was a weird thing. Once, one time, once or twice, he would go um, skiing with his brother, with his friend. And uh, his friend was ski patrol. So Lucas would go in free. And it was after school. They'd go to work and then they'd go skiing. And they weren't coming home till close to midnight. Mm -hmm. So one night I was sitting in the front because I can't sleep until I know my kids are home safe. Because again, my husband's not home. He's yeah, trucking. way to go, Luke. So I'm home. And then all of a sudden um, I felt somebody going up the stairs and watching me through the banister you know, through the banister poles. Like somebody's just watching me while I'm in the front room waiting for my son to come home. And this is close to midnight. Well, uh, I felt it. So I started reading scriptures, you know, and just to keep the peace. And then all of a sudden my son comes home. I never told him what I felt coming from downstairs. I just let it go. Didn't want to scare him. So he went downstairs and he went to bed. Another night he's coming, but... I was so tired, I couldn't stay till midnight till he came home. I fell asleep. I did ask him, however, if when you do come home, please come to my bedroom, wake me up, let me know that you are home safe. And he did. He came to my bedroom, says, Mom, I'm home and I'm safe. He said, okay, son, good night, I told Lucas. He went downstairs and he had, he was a busy teenager, like in his teenagers can be. He was in high school. He had uh, hockey. He had school hockey. He had uh, basketball, church basketball. And then he had work. And then he had skiing that he would go with his friend. And he was looking over his agenda on his bed. And I don't remember, you know, you remember those banana chairs we used to have? They would recline back and forth, the yeah, banana chairs. Yeah, we use those for video and games. And he would play the video games on the floor and the banana chairs, he would sit on them. Well, he, as he was reading his agenda on his bed, when he got home that night, um, the banana chair went all the way down and then it came all the way back up by itself. He saw that, he goes, freak. <laughs> he ran He ran back upstairs and he went to my bedroom and I go, wait a minute, I, 
I, I'm, we're playing this again. Wait a minute. You already told me that you, you're here and, and I totally go to bed. No, mom, something happened. Something happened. This is me again. Oh, what's, what's wrong? He says, I, I, something's in my room. Okay. I'll be there in a minute. So I, I put my robe on and stuff and I said a prayer because I knew what I was had to, to, to contend with because this has been cut. This was hitting ahead. There was a lot of activity going back and forth and it was coming to a head. And I knew this was sooner or later I was going to deal with it. And unfortunately, my husband against that home. <laughs> so um, I go downstairs and uh, I asked my son, which banana chair was is in question, which is the one that was moving by itself. He goes, that one. And so I, I got the, I got that one and I threw it to the other side of the room. Mm. This is midnight and I'm tired and oh, I'm going to put up with this crap. So anyhow, I says, get on your knees, son. We're going to say a prayer. And we said a prayer, but it didn't work. And I didn't let him know. I couldn't get it out. Could I get the spirit out of the house? So I said, okay, son, there. We said a prayer and it's good. But in the meantime, I want you to get your bedding and I want you to go upstairs and sleep on my floor. Mom, I'm too tired. I have my bed down here. I know you do, but I want you to get your bedding and go upstairs and sleep in my room on the floor. Okay? I'm tired. You're tired. Let's just go to bed. And he did. And then, when, of course, when your dad come home, I let him bless the house. So. And he blessed the house and everything was fine. There's a lot more scary, scary, spooky stuff to that White House. And honestly, I think that next week we're going to have a, we might have a Q&A with Isabel. Uh, you guys can send us your questions and she'll answer them. Like whatever, whatever questions you have. Um, honestly, we, we are the way we are because... <laughs> Because like we've said, it's because of Isabel and all of the tremendous stories. And it's it's almost been an art form growing up. My mother knows how to tell a story and her sisters know how to tell a story. And we'll be taking great advantage of that. We, we come from a very rich family, not monetarily, but we come from a very talented, special family. Sorry for my little black bear, guys. He wants attention. He's getting tired. Uh... There are many, many stories. Like I said, uh, this was our first little Halloween special, our first premiere and feature of Isabel. And she will be on throughout the year. We hope that you guys go out and celebrate Halloween. We hope you go big on the costumes. We hope you hand out the candy. Don't hand out creepy things and don't <laughs> don't be mean to other people and and don't tell them if they should go do it. Like I'm telling you now and don't go tell them if they shouldn't do it. Um we love Halloween. We love spooky stories. It brings us together in a way that is weird and, <laughs> and special. So we hope that you get to cuddle with your loved ones and watch those horror flicks. Maybe get the kids involved. You never know. They can turn out like us. It's great. What's the worst that can happen? Um, anything you guys, any, any sisters that want to sign off some, with some Halloween salutations? No. No. Get that candy. <laughs> all right hashtag get that candy thank you mom thank you for coming thank You're you for welcome. dressing thank you up for having me and you bringing your beautiful little crystal ball you magnificent <laughs> witch it has a light i like the white beautiful light. magnificent <laughs> witch that is a cool yes ball. and there yeah, are more stories crystal ball about witches <laughs> to be to be told um we're having fun this is super fun guys we're, we love you little spooky friends send us your emails at spooky sisters 
S-P-O-O-K-Y-S-I-S-T-A-S at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at the Spooky Sisters Ghost Emoji. We're on Facebook at the Spooky Sisters Sisters. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, look for some stickers and hoodies coming soon. We're going to do a pretty big giveaway with that. Please tell your friends because when you tell your friends, they see us and we get to grow. And if you rate and review us, that makes it visible to other eyeballs as well. So rate, review us uh, on Apple Play. Please subscribe and on Spotify, follow and on Stitcher, do the little check mark. We really, really appreciate each one of you little followers and our little fun supernatural family. Take us in your pocket. Take us on your runs. Take us at work. And uh, we'll try to keep giving you entertaining stories week after week from haunted cities as we travel the globe. Please send us your stories, even if it's not a haunted city, but a personal story. And we'd love to read them on the air. You guys. Have a happy freaking Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'm Melody. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Maddie. And we're the Spooky Spooky Sisters. Sisters.